0: Hello and welcome back to the FEZ show. I hope you all had a lovely weekend. Now, today, we will sort of be an eSports special as we look to dissect everything from the first test race we had on the weekend. Um, just a plural like, reminder, if you are enjoying the content, uh, please remember to hit that like and subscribe button. Joining me on today's show from the FEZ crew are William Dodds and Jack Pickering. Morning, boys. How's it going? morning morning it's been it's been good obviously a busy weekend an actually weekend where there's actually formula e-racing um obviously in an e-race format but that is what we're here to literally dissect and bring down so what i want to talk about first boys is the format obviously the elimination process i want to get your thoughts on that jack i'll start with you Uh, you know how did you find it
1: well, when they announced it last um, last week, I thought, okay, this is going to be a slightly better version of the F1 qualifying system that they tried for a couple of races in 2016, um, where they just knocked people out midway through qualifying. But I think uh, I think it worked better. Yeah, I think it worked a lot better in this in this format than that. I like the idea. However, I think that it was. Uh, I think they started getting rid of drivers too early. And also, um, also the fact that it was only a fifteen-minute race. I know that they, I know that they have to keep to a schedule because they also had the races All Star um, esports event, and they also had the Veloce esports, um, not the Chinese Grand Prix or whatever it was this weekend. So yeah, I do, I do understand why they, why they didn't have.
0: Yeah, that's why I want to jump in. That's why I want to jump in actually, because obviously. It was a 15-lap race and you know i suppose it was difficult for Formula. obviously they've got to fill it in with all these other schedules and you know it was actually i felt personally it was all right because it was an hour and a half you had the sim races first which was actually quite a good race and then you had the main event with the formula drivers again a 15-lap race you saw both qualifying sessions both races hour and a half bish bash bosh We've done our first test race. It was pretty quick. it was pretty frantic. will um, so I think on that regard it you know it 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 went to it went it was on schedule, which I suppose for a test race is you want it to make sure that it does actually run to schedule.
2: yeah, obviously that worked out. It wasn't too long, which is obviously a good thing um I can understand how people would maybe who are new to it might not be engaged for kind of a full forty five minute race so I can see why they've shortened it. Personally, I I think that I, I'm not sure how well the elimination worked, you know, someone being knocked out after one lap. I'm not I'm not sure why why they decided to go with that system just in general. Um so yeah, maybe it could work, but I think you maybe need a bit of a more of a bedding in period, especially when you saw how kind of tight that was going into the first or second corner, you know, with just like about a six car pileup. I don't think 15 minutes is necessarily wrong, but I think what the Formula E uh, Formula One uh, esports event have done is they made the race slightly longer, and I think that's kind of, in a way, it's just allowed for a bit more better race, a bit uh, better racing rather than just kind of like a mass pileup. But you know, maybe they could not show the qualifying, or or kind of like shorten that production, or maybe even do like an edited version of the qualifying, just to make it work quicker um if they just wanted to put in slightly more longer a lot slightly longer race i don't think we need 45 minutes but maybe slightly more than 15 laps
0: i think the only problem i had with the elimination process is that it was very hard as you said they were knocking out drivers from the first lap and i was like man they they were doing hours of testing like nico muller put up like 70 laps they were all testing in the practice session while the um, simulation race was going on and like nico muller put up 70 laps De Costa was in the 50s, Gunfo like, was like in the 60s, like they'd put up a, a load of laps in like this test session before and then you get to the race and in the first lap you're out. Which I thought, man, you've done all that prep and then in the first lap you're out of the race. But I also felt during, as the race went on, you know, when we got to like, you know, 15th, 16th, like the four, fifth, sixth person who was like eliminated from the race, it was sort of quite hard to keep up of who was actually out and it wasn't really always picked up on who was gone and and who had actually left the race jack so i think that could be something that could be improved
1: yeah definitely i think there were moments in that race where we just didn't see or we just didn't know at all who was going out there was there was a big incident with um with uh, james collado and marchinqua um just before one of them was going to be eliminated marchinqua was eventually eliminated however it was because james collado cut the chicane so and uh, and then James was given a penalty later later on. I, I think he was knocked out on the next lap, anyways. Yeah. But still, um, they they do need to iron out these 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 problems for for next weekend. I think maybe an idea of doing a th- um, instead of a because uh, I think the race lasted for about just over um, about about fifteen twenty minutes because because I know it fifteen laps. I reckon if they went for About a 25-30 minute race. It's still relatively short. And then, as Will said, maybe just not show qualifying or just like cut the sim cut the sim races broadcast a bit. Um, I think that they do need to. uh, I do. uh, They do. They do need to look back at um, at this first race to work out what went wrong and then just try and fix this for the next race because. Yeah, it was it, at times it was like, oh, what's just happened there and what's just happened there? And yeah,
0: yeah, because it was really quick for me. Maybe if you keep the sim rays at that 15 minutes point, or so maybe you go into the show, you have that five minute build up and you maybe show a couple of like clips from because they'll be very quick they'll be working with little dot studios and they'll be very quick at getting those clips out they were yesterday when they emailed us all out the clips from the race like it happened pretty much instantaneously after the race had finished so you know i think there is scope to sort of like start the qualifying for the, the sim race at like 315 then get some sort of clips that they can show and then start the race at like 340 for example the sim race one go it and then you've done your 15 minute race and then you look forward to the main event and you do qualifying and then you've got a longer race that could be something the only thing i want to ask will very quickly before we move on to the next topic of this esports special is is the elimination process obviously do we need it that's my question basically would it have just been better that everyone actually just finished the race and there was a battle everywhere on the grid rather than just eliminating everyone um each lap
2: i i don't think it needs it um you know it's not something we've seen in formula e it's not something we see that often in motorsport i don't i I guess i can see they kind of want something of a kind of like jeopardy to add, add excitement but i don't think it really added much i think it was confusing and I think it limits the number of battles you can have on track. So, yeah, I, I would probably just scrap it, to be honest. Um, especially in a 15-lap race. If the concern is that, you know, if someone's way worse than everyone else and they're just going to be running around at the back for ages, then I I guess maybe you think, oh, if we just eliminate them, they'd have to do that. But, you know, it's 15 laps. I, I don't think there's any problem. I would just, get, I would just scrap it, to be honest. I don't, I don't think that... I think there were too many things that went wrong with it for... To, to kind of persist with it, because I don't think it adds, adds any value necessarily.
0: And I suppose the next thing that we're gonna talk about is the driver standards basically, because there was a tonne of crashes, especially in that first corner. And if you're going to eliminate a driver, on the first lap and if they've been completely shunted through no fault of their own and fall to the back you're eliminated on the first lap and you're going to get extremely frustrated That's you know most gamers would be extremely frustrated um, if you were completely shunted out of the first corner and then eliminated on the first lap after having a decent qualifying session so I think that's quite harsh but they're talking about obviously it was a reduced damage so they were running at 25% damage. And they're talking now of putting up to 100% damage. Now Jack, I think that's a really silly idea. Now, the contrast is is that if they they put it on to 100% damage, that, you know, they should drive better because they know if they touch someone, their car is going to get damaged. But it's a sim racing event. These tracks are extremely tight, especially Monaco. That's why we saw that first lap one, shunt, everyone flying everywhere, basically, because it's so narrow, that strip down towards the Nouvelle Chicane hairpin, as we were using. But if you've got it on 100% damage, you could have wiped out six cars, and then you've got an elimination process, but you're not using it.
1: Yeah, no. Had they um, uh, had they had it on 100%, there would be no need for the elimination format whatsoever. <laughs> um, the, but, um, but, yeah, I think Sending up, sending up to 100%. It's, it's, it's not the correct thing to do right now. Um, However, yes, they do need to up it. I think maybe up to like 56. I'm not, I'm not sure if it has to be like a certain percentage, but, um, but if they up it to like maybe 50, 60, and then by around 375%, and so, so, so then, uh, so then it means that they are being a lot, uh, a lot more careful. Because it um because it means that they can still pick up damage, but it also does mean that we're not gonna have um that we're that we're not only gonna have the ten cars by lap one eliminating the idea of the elimination format. So yeah,
0: yeah, I I suppose yeah because if you got all the imagine just having all those crashes at the beginning and the the thing is, Formula tracks are tight and even on a Sim World they're tight like. I've driven some of them. Anyone can can go and drive them. We're good, racing in Hong Kong next week, so you've got that hairpin at turn one. Obviously, it's a short run, but there's a chance there. Then you've got turn three again, a really tight right ninety degree right hander, and that's that's going to be extremely tight. And there's going to be the potential to to wipe will half the grid out by by the time we get to turn three.
2: Yeah, I think Jack's uh, right in saying that you know maybe up the damage a bit, but I think a hundred percent would be. A little bit of a risk but I definitely think something needs to be done about driving standards just because it, it kind of ruins the spectacle a little bit I mean uh John Eric Verne in particular was being incredibly rude especially coming around that the nouveau chicane hairpin a couple of times um which is great um to some extent but then you look at you look at like the kind of first lap crashes and it, it, it looks silly you know cars kind of climbing on top of each other and then just keep going Um, So I'd like to see a bit more damage just to make the drivers think about their driving a bit more, just be a bit more careful and just mean it's not just, um, you know, silly in in the way they're they're going about and it's not a proper race. Um, And going back to the the elimination point, I was talking about this with a friend saying that, you know, to get that kind of large number of people on the grid, there must be some kind of, um, I'm not sure how the contracts work, but there must be some kind of, you know, the team's, pressurizing the drivers at least to 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 be involved um and i do think that you know if you're making drivers take quite a lot of time out of their their schedule to to play and to be involved in the, the event i think that you know just then uh seeing them eliminated after 50 seconds of racing is kind of a bit you know perhaps a little bit annoying for them that they've taken quite a lot of time out and then they get to do one lap and then they're out
0: yeah, I suppose and things like sponsors will probably be unhappy that, you know, the cars... Obviously, the sponsors are on the car, but you're still representing those brands, even though you're racing for that team. Um, so they might not be happy that, you know, their driver's technically been eliminated after one one lap, which is a bit of annoying. And also, I suppose with Formula E tracks, and it's the same in normal r- Formula e racing, it's extremely hard to overtake. And we were racing in Monaco, where in every Formula E race we've had so far, there has been hardly any overtaking so for drivers in an elimination process they are going to have to sort of bump and barge and try and you know move their way through the field that way rather than actually you know a clean overtake as it's such so upping the damage is going to completely prevent um any sort of any sort of racing jack
1: that is a possibility however that's 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 why we've said kind of don't go all the way with the damage just 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 leave it like 50 60 maybe do uh, maybe, uh, maybe do another privatized test session with with uh, i think i think initially they were only planning 14 drivers to take part on um on saturday and then 21 turned up and then they decided because 21s turned up we'll add Jan Mardenberg and Nick Cassidy and uh, Sam Dion i think maybe do another test run behind behind like closed doors so like no one no one sees it um and see how that goes if uh, if they up the damage and then um and then hopefully everything runs smoothly by hong kong uh this weekend
0: I suppose, like what Formula 1 drivers have been doing, you've seen like the likes of Landon Norris, Charles Leclerc, Will. Um, they've all been racing the F1 2019 game. And maybe the FE drivers like Van Dorn, people who are, are, are on the Sims quite regularly, you know, they could go test it out, maybe test it at 100% damage and then report back to Formula E just to say, look, it, this, it wouldn't really work. It, it wouldn't make it fun. You know, you're going to lose a lot of drivers. And maybe express their concerns and maybe Formula Re then won't say, you know, Let's not race at 100% damage just yet.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a definitely a balance to be had. Um, you're right in saying, you know, we don't want it to the point where the drivers are just kind of going in a long line because they're too scared that if they try and move for an overtake, they're just going to damage their car. But at the same time, you don't want them climbing on top of each other and, and just kind of like knocking each other out of the way in order to gain positions. Um, I think you can have a similar debate with uh, the track limits and the Formula One, um, esports event where you know they were just taking liberties I think it was a turn 10 and then on the final turn as well and it just looks silly you know that they're, they're deliberately going beyond the track limits in order to gain speed but it's not how you're supposed to race that track and uh, it's not proper driving so I think there is a balance to be had because we want to see the we want to see a pretty realistic kind of uh, simulation of what happens on a, a real racetrack and I think that if you're allowed to just you know barge up the inside of someone and know that you're not going to lose your your front wing or damage your bodywork or get a get a flat tire then that's that's not a realistic simulation obviously it, it is a slightly different um discipline but i think that those kind of basic rules of, of motorsport should still apply
0: so what i want to move on to because actually you mentioned simulation there and obviously with these 15 lap events you know, it isn't actually really simulating a formulary race in terms in terms of the energy management. We ain't we're not seeing that. They're all running at two hundred and fifty kilowatts. They're not running at the two hundred. They could literally run max speed for that whole fifteen lap race. And there was a lot of people on Twitter and uh, a lot of people who messaged us and said, you know, there was no energy management. You're not seeing the drivers try and, and conserve energy, and it wasn't really like a formulary race. But Jack, the only way you can have an energy management race in a Formula e-car on r-factor two is if you run a 45 minute race so the the argument is if you run a 45 minute race then you might have to scrap the sim race or you might have to you know scrap some of the things that they want to do and also it's keeping people's attention on the social media platforms, on Twitch, YouTube. They can switch to anyone at any point that they want. And if the race is long and if it becomes a bit stale and a bit boring, and especially if there's not 100% damage and half the field's already out of the race and we've still got 25 minutes to go, you know, there could be some real problems that way. So what do you think about formerly maybe doing an energy management race or a 15-minute sort of sprint race which they're doing?
1: I think the best option is to get a trick straight down the middle don't don't do either do 25 30 minutes it should be good um because then th- th- then it gives enough time before the elimination format kicks in to have maybe like five ten laps of some close racing and then uh and then have the final 15 20 minutes or so um of uh, of uh, of the elimination format that they so desperately want and it still won't bring in that um that amount of energy management but i think well i'm 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 not sure how it works on our factor too but um the thing is i think that for i think the Formula E cars they they go for what 46 47 minutes when they when they add in that lap and and a lot of that is saving so Overall, if you if you ran a Formula E car flat out, I'd expect it to go for about thirty five minutes or so. So I uh, I'm not sure if there will be that much um, energy energy saving at all. But I reckon that they do need to up the um, up 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 the amount of laps. I'd say.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's it's difficult because obviously people want a Formula E race as such. And it's it's difficult when you're trying to obviously fit in all these schedules and everything else that goes um, about it will. So in what your thoughts, do you think we should go down an energy management route or is the 15-lap race something that we should continue with or should we up the race a little bit? So maybe 20 laps, try and fit a 20-lap race in, but then you start the elimination process like five laps in.
2: Um, I, I'd personally be up for just a 45-minute race, attack mode, energy management, just do it do it like they do in real Formula E I think that that system has been shown to work and create a lot of good racing Um, I think in that case as you say probably we can't have 100% damage but I think that would work quite well Um, I think that with the added uh, strategy of uh, energy management and attack mode you could get some really interesting racing rather than just um, you know all the cars going flat out on a circuit where it's difficult to overtake for 15 laps um so I think that would actually work better. I'm not married to the idea of um you elimination but I think if you did a 45 minute race you could have a bit of elimination if you wanted to uh kind of later in the race to try and mix things up but uh yeah I mean I think that that would work well. I don't think it would necessarily be uh too long and you know you I don't know why they need if if they don't want to they don't need necessarily to have a a kind of sim races race at the start. They don't need to show qualifying. They don't so qualifying a full, you know, I think that you can easily manage the time. You know, they had like quite a lot of preamble as well, which is them chatting, which I don't think you necessarily need either. Um, you can get straight into it. So, yeah, I think um, I think a forty five minute race could be made to work if that's what they want, and I think that probably would be best just in terms of the added strategy and, uh, and everything that I just mentioned.
0: Yeah, I find that interesting as well in terms of the preamble, actually. Because, obviously, it's happened in a lot of sim races in terms of, you know, even the F1, there's, like, a bit of talking before it gets going. And you, you, and when you're watching the drivers' twitches and so forth, you they're just sitting around waiting, like, when are we going? When are we going? Are we going now? Oh, no, we're not going now. And, it, you know, they're waiting around. And you might as well just go, you know, just introduce the event and actually then just go straight into the race. Because that's what everyone's waiting to do. They don't want to... Just sit around in their sim waiting, you know, to someone say, OK, we're going now. They just they just want to get on with it. So um, that's interesting. But what I want to sort of talk about now is the Van Dorn and Gunther. Boy, did they smash it. They completely smashed it. They walked it out of the park. You know, they were 12 seconds clear, Jack, of um, uh, Andre Lotterer. So they were the class of the field. So is these, is these next eight races just a championship battle now between... Maximilian Gunther
1: and Stoffel van Dorn. Well, yeah, I definitely think that the other 22 drivers need to pick up their game for Hong Kong this weekend. However, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure how much sim racing Max Gunther's done over the last few weeks, but I know that Stoffel van Dorn, um has basically accepted every single invitation um, of uh, of every race so far. I think he's competed in all the not uh, not the um, Grand Prix by Veloce Esport. I think he's done a couple of the um, the um, race um, the F one events, yeah. uh, and uh, and he's also done the and he's also done the F uh, the F one virtual Grand Prix I think he's done all of them as well. So so yeah, he he is. I, I I'm not sure how much time he's been off the sim in the last um uh, in the last three weeks, but um he 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 definitely seems to be. I, I, I think going into the race, he was the. Uh, I think going into the race this weekend, he was the favorite out of all the Formula E drivers. There are a couple other Formula E drivers who have done some sin racing here and there. Uh, you've, um, uh, Antonio Fix da Costa has done some.
0: The, the Costa Jack was. Um... He was probably my big surprise because he has been on iRacing a lot in terms of, you know, with the likes of Lando Norris and, and all the F1 drivers, Stoffel Van Dorn as well. Even Eduardo Mortara, he's been on, he's been on the iRacing sim. So, I, you know, I was expecting more from Antonio, but if you watch Antonio's Twitch, he's actually just punted in the turn 3 lap 1 he's punted into the barrier so then the commentary obviously, they missed that so they were a bit surprised why the costa was off the pace but when you're punted there's not much you can do and he's fighting back and obviously he's getting annoyed because he knows he's being eliminated so he t- he doesn't begin to care because he knows he's he's out basically from from the first lap which is obviously goes back to the driving standards a bit but I still think the costa can show something. You know, I was really surprised by some of them. Andre Loderer took to it, like... I bet you any money Andre Loderer. That was probably the first time he turned on The Sim, knowing Andre Loderer. And he just went in and just completely beasted it. And I reckon, over time, he might get better. I still... I think Robin Frantz is very similar. I think he might... uh, Only got The Sim very recently. Same with, like, Alexander Sims and Oliver Rowland. They didn't have Sims two weeks ago. They've now got The sims, and Oliver Rowland didn't do quite badly either, Will. So, you know, there's... it might be a Van Dorn and to start with, but maybe as they become a bit more acclimatised over the race weeks, hopefully, fingers crossed, that some of the other drivers actually start pushing Van Dorn and a little bit more.
2: Yeah, I think I think you'll see that. Um, I know that De Costa has been doing some R-Factor 2 racing um, on the race events, so um, I would be very surprised if he was not someone who's up at the front. I know that, as you mentioned, Nico Muller's been putting a lot of time and he was good. Um, and also, you've got the fact you've got people like Andre Lotterer, Jean-Eric Vern, who literally just received their sim rigs. I think they got posted to them by Formula E. So you imagine that they'll all probably be spending a lot of time on there because you know what else is there to do. And I think just by all of them doing more time in the sim, then I think they'll all just get better. Um, just you know through practice and through familiarising themselves with uh, with the game that they're going to be using as well. Because you've got to remember that. You know, some of them might be used to playing on the the uh, on iRacing, as you mentioned, or on the F One game, or on Gran Turismo, or whatever. Um, maybe not having necessarily got much experience of R Factor Two, so there's going to be a, a, a learning process and uh, a process and just kind of familiarizing themselves to the the simulator they're actually using. But I think once once that's all happened, I think you'll probably get higher racing standards and also. Um, just a a more even field i think you've seen in the the f1 esports events it's still not perfect but the quality of the race was much better yesterday than it was in the first two um and it was just much more interesting and uh just better to watch because they were you know all better at the game there weren't people just miles off the back so much you know they're all kind of generally within two seconds of each other in qualifying i think that's just uh teething process that
0: Formula E has to go through. Yeah, I, uh, you're definitely right. Well,
1: uh, well uh, uh, one thing that I want to say about the um, uh, about the F1 virtual race is that they have no regard for track limits whatsoever over there. Uh, I'm very happy that Formula E can um, have these walls in place uh, to, um, uh, to ensure no um, track extending.
0: Although, hilariously, I did see on the... Um when they were showing the like the replays and obviously they're hitting the wall but it looked like they were glitching through the barrier um on the formulary e race which i thought was quite funny at some point um so but what i wanted to bring up to just to sort of like sort of end the show is obviously our factor two they've only got two official formulary e tracks and we've used one already in monaco and we've got hong kong which is going to be what we're racing in next week and that's the track that we're going to. So, what do you expect Formula E to do now? There is talk. Obviously, we have fueled the talk of this DLC packet that Formula E probably, you know, the way that they're talking at the moment, they sound like they want to race on official Formula E tracks. They don't really want to race anywhere else. Um, but if an official DLC, if we're just talking rubbish and that's actually not coming, then they've got, they can't just race on Hong Kong and Monaco every week. So, they're going to have to actually pick some tracks, Jack, to, to, to race on so what sort of tracks do you reckon that they might pick to race on in our factor two possibly
1: firstly please formula e give us a dlc for our factor two i will get i I will i will buy our factor two like it as as soon as as soon as they announce a formula e dlc i that 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 would be so cool. That would be so, so cool. I think
0: that's that's what the fans want, though, really, is an actual... They've been crying and crying and crying for a, an official sort of Formula E game. And R-Factor 2 is probably the closest thing that there is to a game, but there's only got those two official tracks. Yes, there are modded tracks, so it sort of makes it an official game, but it technically isn't because all those tracks are made by somebody else. But If, if Formula E were to actually create that DLC, then you've... Formula E can say, look, our game is on our factor two by our factor two, and you win race in Formula E.
1: I think that this is something that the fans have wanted. to... Uh, I think I remember reading as far back as Punta del Este season two or something. This, this, this is how long that we've wanted a um, a Formula E game, and so I think um, it it, w- it would be so much fun to um, to have uh, Formula E tracks and Formula because I, I and the thing I. I j- I will, I hope that they don't just do ones that are on this year's calendar. I hope that they, but I, I know it's unlikely, but I'd love to race for Putra Jaya and Punta del Este. And, 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 uh, and I know that we're going to speak about, uh, um about our favorite track at some point in the future, but yeah, there are quite a few tracks that I am, that, 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 that I would absolutely adore to race around. Um, and uh and so yeah if uh, but uh, but if they weren't to do that obviously Donington is um donnington is the main one that comes to mind if if they're not going to do any official tracks um maybe also valencia uh i'm uh, i'm not really sure apart from that they might go to a few other streets um uh, street, street circuits that they have done um in, in other series, so like the Norris Ring, they might even do Valencia, the old Valencia F1 circuit. I, um, uh, I so, yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, I, I think it it's it, it'll be good regardless.
0: Yeah, but the only other thing, Will, is that I think might be quite interesting is if Formula we actually then take themselves if they weren't to do a DLC packet, if they actually then take themselves to a different environment and say. You know, this is what would happen if we were to race at Silverstone on, like, a the national layout. Or, for example, go to Donington and and race on that layout. Or go to Pembroke. I got a uh, a few a few tweets telling me that Pembroke would be is a really good R Factor uh simulation race on R Factor Two, and that might be a really good place for Formula to go. So it might be quite fun, um, for Formula to go to these different tracks.
2: Yeah. So a couple of the tracks I've seen uh, people play on on R Factor Two. I haven't uh, used it myself, but I've seen um i know that the race did uh, the nurburgring um and i know they also used the indie uh road course um i think it would be quite fun to, to experiment if we don't have any um any uh actual formulary e tracks as as, uh, as you mentioned um potentially like a shortened silverstone circuit like uh, the national circuit would be quite fun uh you know you could even go as far as uh, like racing on ovals you know, just, uh, literally, you know do what we want it, it, if you're not using the real track you could just experiment and uh yeah we could we could see a, a Formula e on a full race a, a full range of different circuits and uh you know, really try and mix it up and uh if you're worried about it kind of getting a bit stale then then why not you know go from racing at somewhere like the norris ring to to racing a kind of like the i don't know if they have the nordschleifer um version of the Nurburgring, Nor- ring but you know why not do that it'd be it'd be fun just to uh, mix it up and uh see how it goes
0: and I suppose that would broaden Formula E's appeal because if you are racing, it, it brings that excitement level up. You're like, oh, we're not just seeing them race round Punta del Este or Rome or Paris, for example. You know, we're going to somewhere that's actually a bit more, not saying Paris and Rome are not exciting. They are exciting. But, you know, you're going out of your comfort zone, a bit like what V8 supercars have done by racing at Spa Monza. Even IndyCar have gone to Spa and Suzuka to race in, no, they're not official IndyCar events, those ones, but you know, a different sort of IndyCar series or or Esports series where all the the official drivers are still racing in, have gone to Spa, they've gone to Suzuka. So, you know, it'd be fun to maybe put Formula Rejack in an environment where it's not normally in.
1: Yeah, 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 totally. I'd love to see them on permanent circuits. There are, there are obviously a few permanent circuits that, um, that, uh, that are in city centres obviously we go to mexico city not not on the same layout as the formula one um race but um but also sh- shanghai is Shanghai's in the middle of sh- uh, the shanghai circuits in the middle of shanghai um and uh, and there is a layout where you can cut off that big long kilometer straight that um uh that's, that the foot um that the Formula 1 cars use, that the Formula E cars definitely shouldn't use because it's a kilometre long. There are quite a few other tracks that I would like to see them uh, go to. But yeah, I think Formula E on permanent circuits, let's see how it goes. But yeah, obviously the whole idea of like staying in city centres for real life Formula E is obviously where we, where we want to go.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think we could probably talk this eSport event for ages now, but... I think we've got to end because we're running out of time. So I think in short, we still want to see how this elimination process works. You know, whether or not they will change the format between now and Saturday is questionable. I don't think they will. But unless they really think that they could do something better and depends on what feedback they get and how many messages they got and what feedback they have internally, maybe something will change. But I definitely think that um, eliminating someone after one lap is a bit too early give it like a five lap grace period and then you know maybe extend the race to 20 laps or have it like a, a 20 minute race and then the first five after the first five minutes you start you start getting rid of drivers but boys i want to say a massive thank you to coming on the show
2: thanks
1: chat thank you and
0: please remember if you're really enjoying the content to please hit that like and subscribe button you've been watching the FEZ show we will see you tomorrow goodbye